Thanks for listening to Ace on the House on Podcast One. Este little chico pitbull, Mr. 305, better said Mr. Worldwide, Armandito Cristian Perez. I had to use the real name. Why? Because now it's the podcast. From negative to positive, which you can catch on Apple Podcast, Podcast One, and Spotify. Flow to the rider. Woo! I don't even know if you know how much they play you around the world or anywhere, my brother. No matter how much bread we make, dog, we can't take it with us. No right. matter how many houses, cars, whatever we acquire, can't take it with us. With that said, anything we make, is always to give back, dog. Why are we starting a podcast? Well, it's real simple. With the times that we're living in right now in the world, I think you need to be motivated, inspired, educated, aware, positive. So what I'm here is just to motivate the world and let them know when we talk, we call it spade, it's spade. So you're going to hear the truth. So I look forward to the podcast. I look forward to showing y'all, teaching y'all how to take it from a negative to a positive. So get ready. From negative to positive, which you can catch on Apple Podcast, Podcast One, and Spotify. Well, Stromer, what do we talk about in today's program? You know, we, we've saved someone's marriage through the romantic hanging of a beautiful port swing. They call back to let us know it worked out just fine. Plus crazy skateboard ramp action mm. and, you know, all sorts of other hardware information that really uh, makes people learn. I love it. Well, before we coach you up, let me tell you, well, I'll coach you up about Tommy John. Mm. I always say push yourself, seek a little discomfort, like jump in a freezing cold swimming pool in the middle of winter and test yourself. But don't test yourself when it comes to comfort and Tommy John. That's where you deserve the luxury of Tommy John. Start every morning with Tommy John underwear. And uh, like I said, everything's better when you're that much more comfortable. Tommy John doesn't just have customers. It has converts. I got into Tommy John several years ago, and I'm wearing them right. Which ones do I wear? Where my elk pattern ones now. Atta boy. I would never, ever wear any other underpants. Once in a while, I go commando. But beside that, it's Tommy John's all the way. Uh, breathable, lightweight, moisture-wicking fabric with four times the stretch of competing brands. Moves with you. Non-rolling waistband. Legs never ride up. No wedgie guarantee, everyone. Over 96% four-star plus reviews and over 12 million pairs sold. Best pair you'll ever wear. It's free guarantee, right, Matt? Get that much more comfortable at TommyJohn.com slash ace and save 15% on your first order. Save 15% right now at TommyJohn.com slash ace. TommyJohn.com slash ace. This is Corolla Digital. Master Carpenter, who's here to help you out? If you can't fix it, then let me show you how. Get it on. Got to get on. No church, but get on. Mandate. Get it on. And welcome. Get it on. Day and night. Thank you. <laughs> Ace on the house. Man, crawl. Stromer's over there. Home side, yes. man. Keeping yes. it real. You know Doing it. Featuring Miss uh, Willow Stromer's fancy painting she did yesterday. I just wanted you to see it. There it is on the uh, side. It looks like a young blonde girl sort yeah. of in a back. Well, that pose 
It was a big pose from my um, childhood. Whenever you wanted to depict someone working out, they'd have the women lay on their back, kick yeah. their hips up, plant That's their right. elbows on the ground, put their palms under their hips, and then yeah. pedal a bicycle upside down. That's right. And where do you think she got it from? Uncle Adam. That's right. That's right. We're looking at a poster. We're looking at a guitar. Yeah. You, my friend, are, are what 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 is going on behind you is a cornucopia of creativity. <laughs> yes, it is. It's exploding. People are going crazy. My uh, my my uh, my son uh, is leaving on a, a plane today to go to London with his girlfriend. Wow. How Isn't that nice. How old is he? 16. 16? Yes. Jesus Christ. I know the kids today, but you know, the the way he's doing it, he's got a, a gal that's, you know, the parents got a little bit of dough, so they just rented a plane. He's going on a private jet to London town? Y- yes, he is. And and I just keep thinking that movie Austin Powers where it's just going to be him with a on a circular bed making out with this gal and the mom in the other part of the plane and i'm just like going how did you find this life dude oh my god isn't that crazy when i was 16 if i said to my we lived in north hollywood if i said to my mom could i get a ride to van Nuys?" she would have been like oh god I know, I know. god no <laughs> why what is it it's always no something. no no last resort would be well zoltan can take you in the vw bus but then you'd be like forget it, i'll ride <laughs> yeah wait a minute what was this i gotta think of his name now you may zorov be- wait what is it uh is that Whatever it is, I love uh, my that head's going to explode. I'll, I'll I'll come with it. I'll 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 think of it in ten in okay. ten seconds. All right. And there was happy. There was sunshine. There yeah. was axis. And uh, there was uh, Zorback. Zorback. Yeah. Sorry. The Zoloft. God bless Zor- you, Gary. Zorro got me. Zorback. Zorback. I just pi- I just picture your mom just did a like a you know those old videos of Woodstock where people are just gyrating around playing drums topless yeah. with beads on was mm-hmm. that what your mom was doing well except for she didn't move but a very <laughs> depressed ver- an ice sculpture version of what you're discussing yes that's right and that would have been her but she didn't burn yeah. she didn't enjoy life so it was sort of <laughs> all all the bummer dumb of hippie dumb minus any of the funky fun free love anything just bore. If we were if we were thrown back in time and you could walk around Woodstock today, would you want to go do it? Yeah. What you know today, would you walk around? Well, you'd have to just to say uh, just to say you, you did it, but uh, you'd probably be the only one wearing sunscreen back then because <laughs> the sun was natural and it was good for you. That's All right. right. So uh, your son is getting on a plane today. How long is he going to be in England for? He'll be there for eight days, and we have to pretend that he's in the U.S. online doing school. So he'll be oh. going from four thirty to eight thirty in the you know p.m. You know, sitting there going, you know, staring at the screen. I know your kids are probably doing the same thing, just going. Uh, looking at the teacher like wah 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 with all the heads and picking the guy who turns for an instant john do you know the answer and then huh yeah it's you know it's that whole deal what a pain in the ass um i feel like we could safely open schools in los angeles there doesn't seem to be any danger posed to any kids at any level i don't i think so i don't get i agree with you i think it's time now we could do this 
Um, all right. So home improvement. Uh, I'm building some stairs. Um, I took a few pictures. We don't. You don't have to run out anywhere, Matt, but we can look at it if we think about it at some point or if you want to see it. So I'm working on floating stairs, the kind of stairs that have just a big steel spine running down the middle of them, and then the stairs kind of cantilever on each side of the spine. Yeah, and you and I'm working on prepping for job to start Monday. Uh, it's a bathroom garage conversion remodel. Uh, it's been so busy. I told you a couple of weeks ago, it's been so busy. I keep getting calls and I, it's that feeling where you're like, oh my God, if it doesn't stop, I'm going to die. But thank God for the abundance, right? But there's so much out there and people are really interested in doing this now. So I'm I'm grateful, but I feel like now I have to expand. So this is my formal request. Will you become Stromer Corolla Construction and be my partner? Mm. Take on what, just take a crew. That's mm. all I ask. You can hire your guy. What's his name? The the guy that never comes. The Ozzy. Get him. Yeah. Yeah. I'm working. Yeah. I'm 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 pretty knee deep in a few projects. They're, they're <laughs> yeah. my own projects, but I'm I'm knee deep in them right now. I got. Well, are you itching to get back in the game with Mister Stromer? Come on, man. I feel like I am back in the game. Like I was at the shop this morning working on the stairs. I was at the shop last night working on the stairs. I'm, I have about five different building projects going. They just happen to be Corolla centric, but, uh, I am, uh, I'm balls deep in building right now. I, I really am. I had the experience yesterday of going to the, the job that I'm just wrapping up and walking in and literally seeing, I kid you not, probably 60 to 75 pieces of blue tape all over the entire house for my touch-up. Oh, really? Oh. So, so the people are doing the thing where they, like the woman is a yoga instructor, so sometimes she'll, you know, she'll lay on the floor and look at the sheen and the floor and go, you know, four inches from the baseboard, three feet from the left wall. It looks like the finish is not the same, you know, and that it's it's literally that deal now. Mm. So mm. I am I'm systematically sending the guy to you know each room handle the nineteen blue tapes, which basically are like touching up little tiny minutia. And you, at a certain point, you know, you say to yourself, obviously, I guarantee my product and i want people to be happy but there's a certain point where you're just like get get lives stop looking at the walls yeah no i get it i uh i agree if you're gonna lay on the floor and watch the sun change position in the sky and the shadows cast from all different directions you're gonna just stare at that wall you're gonna find imperfections my friend there, yeah there i i finally said i don't know if i can i can accommodate the level of of precision that you need for me you know i I, i'll try but i don't know if i can do it Um, at which point they said please try (laughs) (laughs) it's always the wife never the husband no it isn't uh all right we have a couple pictures of this uh stairway oh that's uh, gorgeous uh i started building the spine but you can you can go ahead to the pictures i took today gary i i uh i took uh yeah i I, I did Ooh, this let whole, me ask you let me ask you about that is. landing let me ask you about that landing that's mm. badass so you, yeah. you bore it in with threaded or is it just rebar that's rebar right coming up 
I dowled, I dowled the landing with I dowled the landing with rebar. Yeah, I dowled yeah. it. I rebarred it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's so cool. And that becomes the lower step to hide the. I see what you did. Oh, that's badass. Very nice. Yeah, we're we're uh, cooking along. It's good. It's cool. It's going to be very dramatic. So I, you know, I've never and who who did the, who did the steal. So what you do is you find a company. You can uh, go to the go to the third one down, Gary, on your slot there. Yeah, you fi- you find a company, Adam. That's really cool. Seriously, yeah, it's, it's really that's beautiful. Thank you. It's 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 really cool. Uh, you can you can pull it, Gary. Uh, you find a company, you find guys who do this for a living, you figure out what design you want and, you know, does the, what, what is the railing? Is the railing glass? Does the glass attach to the side of, of the treads? Does, does it have a kind of floating effect that you've probably seen before in like modern houses? You get everything kind of laid out. Then you give them the elevations, like here's the top landing, here's the bottom. And then you start working on kind of layout, like where do you want to land, what direction, switch back. We even went with a kind of a weird gooseneck thing where you go in one direction, turn 45, go the other, then turn 90 and head up. There's an- but, how are you, but how are you explaining the, the path of where it's going to go? Are you, show, are you having the guy come look at the site or are you no. showing them where you want to go through some uh, plan view of it? Cause it curves and turns, right? Yeah. Yeah. Once you get the height elevation, once you get the height of the, where you're going to land. And then once you get kind of the width of the wall, it's going on, then you can start figuring out, how much drop, how many treads, how far out it's going to come. I mean, some of it is in their computers and some of it's in my head, but you just kind of lay it out and then they fabricate everything. And then you just truck comes in from Indiana or something at some point, a forklift. And then you just start putting, bolting everything together. So wait, is that why the, is that why that, poured slab is there to accommodate the the accurate rise and run difference from where you're ending up to the floor on the bottom is that why that was put in the poured the poured pad landing step is there because when we're done doing the whole thing we came up five inches short so we needed to make it up at the top or at the bottom and i wanted to make it up at the bottom so if we did it dead nuts on, we'd be tight on the slab, but I actually like the step up in the landing anyway. So right, and then, they, and then if you tried to add five inches to the to the rise, that feels weird when you step up because everybody's used to that certain height, right? You can't really add five inches to the rise per se. I mean, you could might be able to spread a quarter out over uh, 10 steps or something like that, right. 20 steps. Something like that, but we just figured, uh, but then you got attached a glass to the side of it and everything's right. pre-made and it just kind of got into, let's just put it up, um, lock it off, get it level and plumb and the drop, get everything where you want it 
and then whatever we're left with at the bottom, that will be our landing pad. That's okay. Uh, now that's you, it feels like you're steering everything in mod modern land. Are you? Do you feel like you'll ever revert back to some other architectural style, or is like is this a phase, or is this what you love now forever and ever? I started off doing a French Normandy home from 1923, my first house, and then I got yeah. into a 1920 seven big hacienda spanish place and then i got into kind of another spanish place and i did the old stuff at the beginning exclusively almost and now more recently i'm into the modern stuff so you know who who knows but i did the spanish hard and big time and i did the french normandy hard and big time right so So. it's it's another it's like it's like the beatles white album yeah. When you talk about the modern for you, this is where you are now. That's right. That's yes. Right. I got I'm, I'm doing the, yeah, I'm, I'm from, I've gone from Sergeant Peppers to the White House. Because <laughs> the Spanish is, re- is really, the jacket is really Sergeant Peppers, the Spanish yes, with all is. the frescoes and tiles and colors and everything. And now, now this. Yeah, all right. It. We got a call up there from Portland. Needs advice on spraying foam insulation to stop pipe rattling. Did we talk to this guy before? Is this another guy? Yes, I think we talked to him, and I think we I, let's see if our dirty plan worked. KC forty two Portland. Hey, Ace Man Stromer, how you guys doing? Hi, hey, guy. <laughs> Hi, guy. Uh, and Matt, Gary, you guys there? Mm-hmm. Hey, Casey. Hi, guy. Right you know, on. You Casey know the high. The high guy really brings out the softer side in men, doesn't it? Is that why you're doing it? Just to bring a more vulnerable emotional intelligence to these conversations? Yes, guy. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, guys. So, um, so by the way, Ace Man, this is the spotter. uh, Oh, uh, yeah. Hold your balls for you. Male cheerleader. um, Yeah. Correct. Um, However, a couple weeks ago, you guys were talking about somebody who had pipes rattling, and mm-hmm. you suggested to take some of that spray foam, drill a couple holes, and, and just fill the whole bay. Um, but I have the same problem, except it already does have, like, R11, some sort of bat insulation in there. So if I do that trick and it's got it in there, isn't it just going to clog in the top and not really fill all the way down, or, or am I wrong? Um, it's probably R13, just for the record if it's a two sure. by four in there uh, and these are interior or exterior walls. Um, it's interior going in between the, the entryway and the garage. So I can tear up the garage and I don't care what it looks like, but I, I don't want to just keep ripping it apart. I've already ripped a hole in it and I, yeah. All right. I so tightened you, down whatever. Yeah. And it didn't work. So you got bats, you, you got bats, uh, bats of insulation in there, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, I'm trying to picture, you got a bat of insulation in there, and you, you try the expanding foam, you know? The expanding foam is probably just going to kind of ball up and spread out and push the bat, compress the bat, and kind of, it's not going to drop down to the base and fill up the whole bay, but it, you could yeah. definitely spray it up, spray it in, and create a bit of a clamp kind of midway like entomb it kind of midway also i don't know if you're on a slab or raised foundation you're in portland i bet it's raised foundation it's both the garage is on a slab but then the house is raised so anyone listening 
if your business is on a raised foundation, theoretically, you could crawl underneath the house, look at where the pipes go through the bottom plate, right? Because they got to be drilled. You know, the pipes are going to run under the house and then turn up and go through the bottom plate of a frame wall and through the middle of the wall. You could take the foam, push the push the straw up through the hole that where it goes up through the bottom plate and start to just just fill it up at the bottom plate there. So it it expand around the bottom plate hole, which is going to be bigger and it wouldn't rattle around that way. Does that make sense? Yeah, but it, okay. So this is the pipe that actually is coming from the street. It goes into the garage. It sticks out of the garage about four inches, comes over about a foot and then goes back in. So that's like the main shutoff valve for the house. Mm-hmm. Um, so I can crawl down there and look, but I don't know if it's just going to be coming out of the slab and I'm not going to be able to see anything or, or what, because it's like the start of all the water in the household, you know? Does, so can you can yeah. you isolate the the place where the sound is, is coming from, or is it just general? No, I, it, I'm, it's pretty isolated, but I thought I had it. I, I, cut, I cut out a two-by-four section, and I found some pipes and I've strapped them down uh, thinking I had it, and I just don't have it. So it's somewhere around there, but I don't know what it's going to take. I could keep tearing apart the walls, but that's just going to be an ugly mess. I just, you know, whatever's easiest and best to do, I'll do. Well, I don't, I, I, I'm not there. I don't know if I could fix it even if I was there. My take is the expanding foam cans are seven or eight bucks a pop. It's not going to hurt to shoot it into the wall where you think it is. If if the bats of insulation are there, it'll just it'll just pu- it'll just expand and push against the bats of insulation. Um it's not gonna hurt. I'd give it a try and see and see how it worked. The, I, I don't feel like the bats of insulation are gonna are gonna affect it one way or the other. Okay. So should I should I drill multiple holes, like maybe six holes per you know, four foot section or something like that? Yeah, I mean, but, yeah, yeah. I would at least if it's a if it's a nine foot ceiling, like go what every four feet, you could probably get away with, or every two. Yeah, to see, it. I don't know, see what it feels like. Try a couple again. There'll be little holes. The cans are pretty cheap. You definitely want to use up the whole can each time you fire it up because that that uh, that stuff. It, it, you ever eat McNuggets, Stromer? Why not? With a shamrock shake back in like 1974. If you ever get those little packs of dipping sauce where you pull the sticky lid off and dip it into the barbecue or the honey glaze, whatever, yeah. uh, you try to smooth the adhesive foil lid back onto the top and like put it in the fridge overnight, it pops back up, dries out. You got to throw it out the next day. That's, That's basically... Right. That you pop the you bust the hymen on a can of foam, uh, you're done with the can. You got to go all the way through that can. You got to go balls deep in that can. You got to get rid of that can. You cannot save that can. There's no putting foil over the end and using it the next day. Nope, ain't gonna happen. No, and uh, it's the same with the dipping sauce. Also, same with most of the time that texture stuff you get get to try and match orange peel texture. You got to blow. You got to blow. Since we're going and down this analogy, you got to blow that wad on that can. Oh man, you're weird, <laughs> Dennis. Thirty five, Louisville, Louisville. I'm here. What's going hey guys, on? How are you? 
Hi guys. Hey, hi guys. Hey guys. Hi guys. Uh, first of all, that was a good thanks one, so much actually. for taking my call. I really appreciate it. Um, sure. So yeah, I'm working on a home theater, and I'm having a ton of sound from my kitchen, which is right above where this room is in my basement. And I've been, you know, thinking about ways to deaden that sound. And I had a thought that I wanted to run by you guys and see what you thought. Um, I was thinking about doing a coffered ceiling and around that putting in rigid insulation directly onto the drywall Mm -hmm. and then covering that with a beadboard insert where the coffered trim was. And I didn't know if you guys thought that would actually help with the sound issue or I'm just wasting my time. And what's the sound issue? Is it from the media room to the house or from the house back into the media room? So it's from the house into the media room. Um, so the ki- our kitchen's right above that room. And when you're walking, when I hear people walking on that, it's, it's really loud down in the room that I want to turn into the media room. So it's the floor sound of steps on the wood upstairs, correct? Exactly. Yeah. Um, let's see. Um, it, it, in the world, I mean, here's kind of the world of the soundproofing. Nothing you do is going to hurt. It's all going to help. The question is, is how much at what expense and what effort and then what percentage does it help? Right. Right. So that's kind of the. When they call it, what is it? The $42,000 question, the $44,000 question. What was that game show? 64. 64. The $64,000 question. Um, Rigid insulation is good. I I just did a movie theater. I used a lot of foam and I used um, denim like cotton denim. They do like a denim-y thing, a cottony denim. I don't, don't think jeans, but think of like, think of that like cotton denim. I don't know, take it and pulverize it and make it into two inch thick pads, you know, batting kind of thing. Yeah. And then they also have like a foam, uh, but not a rigid foam. Um, I'm not sure about the rigid foam. Uh, it's not going to hurt. It's probably not going to get rid of the problem. It couldn't. Uh, I th- I would look into if I was doing rigid foam. I would look into acoustic caulk on the seams and maybe taping the seams. I wouldn't want an air gap, you know, where the rigid stuff came together. But you got to research that, Dennis, because I'm not really an expert at that. Can, uh, I, can I ask? Can mm-hmm. I ask a question, mm-hmm. Dennis? Dennis, how high is the media room ceiling? Yeah, so that's the crazy thing. This basement has like thirteen foot ceiling. What? It's so here's thing. what here, here's what you could here's yeah, what you could do five times because it's nuts. Thirteen. Wow. Here's what yeah. you could here's what you could do. You could make a drop ceiling of a four by eight sheet of rigid foam that you cover with fabric and frame in some wood frame, and then hang it from the ceiling and butt all those together. So you'll create distance of about four to six inches. Cause if you've got a space of air between the existing ceiling and your new drop ceiling made of these new panels, I think that could potentially help. It's not, don't apply more shit to the ceiling, find a way to, to isolate another, uh, another hanging ceiling where you butt those panels together and make them look nice. Like Adam did in his, where you've got, 
upholstered panels that become like a design element, but also give you the separation and the air between the two places where sound can't pass through that lower piece of foam. That might work. And then it's not attached to the framing. It's just hanging from the ceiling. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I kind of like the floating ceiling. I, I, I like the floating ceiling idea, especially if you've got 13 feet, man. I mean, right. people don't know what 13 feet is. you got an 11-foot ceiling. It looks like you're in a cathedral. I mean, that is that is big time. So, yeah, yeah go, ahead and, uh, go ahead and do that. Uh, also, keep in mind... If you're hanging it or floating it, uh, when you do a, a drop ceiling, a T-bar ceiling, they have those hooks. They're not really hooks, but they just have a auger head on one end, and they have like a flat end with a hole in it on the other end, and they even have an extender for driving those from a drill, and you can put them in the floor joist and then put a hang wire between them and hang it, you know, level it and hang it if you want versus doing a big framing rough thing, you know, maybe make it a little modular. If you want to take it down, it's not going to leave a big footprint. Right. Good idea. Yeah, that'll do it. I think you need the space. The air gap is what provides the soundproofing. Mm -hmm. So try that. All right. Someone wants to install a privacy shield on top of a block wall. Need advice on how to sound. Oh, I did that one. Uh, building quarter pipe for sun. Yes. San Diego. Cool guy. Now you're talking. This is good. Hold on. Is this Brett, the electrician? This is Brett, the electrician, Ace Stromer. Hi, guy. Hi, Hi guy. World's <laughs> coolest dad. Are you building a half pipe? Yes. I need to know how to do it, though. Uh, I'm going to build a half pipe this weekend for my son. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm the dad to him that I never had. So. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Um, how am I going to do this? I'm just an electrician. All I know how is to, you know, screw light bulbs in. That's it. <laughs> well, me. I know that I know there's very specific plans for half pipe U shaped. And you know, it has to be the right, you have to be able to drop in and it's not too strange of a U shape. Right. So find, find the plans online. They, they're all over. I was going to do this for my kid and then they got out of skateboarding, but there's a real specific shape to the real half pipe and you want to do okay. the half. I think they're about five feet high with a platform and then you drop in and there's a, a specific kind of covering that goes on the top. A lot of people use millimeter, but it rots, but there's one that's water resistant and I would do everything in pressure treated cause it'll rot in literally like three years. It'll be shit and you have to replace the top with millimeter and then the seams make the wheels get interrupted and it's a terrible thing to use melamine. So get that waterproof stuff. Adam, Hold on. Not. You're saying melamine. Do you mean masonite? I'm sorry. Masonite. Masonite. Sorry. Yeah, oh, masonite. what do I know? <laughs> <laughs> so, Hey, yeah, um, they, okay. Stromer sounds good. Hey, Stromer, I got a question. Hold on. I, I'm I, not, I, was, I haven't jumped in here. Oh, okay. Okay. Sorry. Okay. Go ahead. Adam. I agree. You're going to have to find the plans because I, I can tell you how to do it. But you're still going to need to look at a plan at some point. I can tell you that off the top of my head, I wouldn't frame it. I'd just make a bunch of plywood ribs. I'd do a bunch of yeah, ribs. Yeah, that's, right? that's good. Yeah, and, and, and not only would I do plywood ribs, maybe even doubled up three-quarter ply as a rib, I yeah. would definitely do a mirror finish on those. I would cut them both at the same time and use them as a template. You know, 
I would I would get one the way I wanted it and use it as a template for all the ribs. Yeah, I mean, so they, I had it's like boat building almost. Right. right. So I, I ended up with ten ribs, and they were all exactly the same. You know what right. I mean? And then I, I obviously think exterior grade ply, blah blah blah, and think exterior grade everything. And then the next thing is, is when you skin it, you do it in quarter inch pieces, obviously, because uh, you got to bend it. You got to yeah. bend it, and then also when you skin it. You got to think about staggering the seams. You know, you want the seams to go full overlap, not to not to go full depth, full depth on on the quarter inch pieces, right? Okay, that All right. sounds good. My last my last question, Adam, real quick was uh, yeah the two by fours that are going to go across. I'm running into um, I have my impact right. Yeah, I just hold on. To, I I don't. Yeah. Yeah, the two by fours that go across in between the plywood ribs—is that what you're talking about? Yes. Okay, I will label those purlins. Purlins, okay. Purlins. So, purlins. Okay, the purlins. Oh, well, uh, wait, a wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Are you going to let those in? Are you going to notch those in? Or are you going to butt them? I was just going to. Um, Cut out my template and then uh, screw them in with a three-inch wood screw, um, and then I decided to call you guys. So that's what I was going to do. You gotta glue that the shit. You have to glue the shit out of the the whatever either masonite or the new flooring, and screw it and bury the head slight, almost make the head perfectly flush to the because again. You create divots, and then your wheel travel gets interrupted with, with uh, not a smooth surface. I think, I don't know, you can look. I think once you get your first couple of layers screwed on, I think I would take the top layer and staple it on, Stromer. Would you? I think I would finish it with finished staples, like hold it and just shoot it. Down the as thing. Long, as long as it's not too much force, because then they'll pucker. You know yeah. how it puckers when there's too much force? You got to get the right impact on Yeah. That. I mean, you know, Brett, you're going to have to kind of look this one up online because a lot of guys built a lot of skate ramps. Stromer and I are 0 for 0 in skate ramps. So I'm just kind of telling you right. how I'm, I would construct it. Here's another thing I would, I would be mindful of. Um, I might have the whole thing are you going to put this on a slab or on dirt on a concrete slab i would be i would be thinking about maybe adjustable pads like foot pads for this thing like something where you could put a wrench in there and raise it up a quarter inch and tweak this in yeah Yeah, like really adjust it and get it where you wanted with a foot pads on it rather than just sort of sitting across the slab leaning a little one way or the other you know what i'm saying like i might i might definitely think about a pad foot pad sort of turn the wrench system as it pertained to to this or you know you could yeah, also you could also level it with you know get it shimmed and leveled and then throw little four by four you know pressure treated posts to then find that level and then screw the, screw your framing onto those posts 
because to Adam's point, if you build it up not square and not level, it's going to interf- interfere in, in the future Tony Hawk of our generation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you got it. And hey, guys, I appreciate it. I'm going to start working on that this weekend. Last week I called in. I bought a Hammer 19-ounce Milwaukee brand with the waffle Ooh. in because, uh, Adam, the staples for Romex that I use do have the little... Uh, yeah, I got the little the flat. I got the little flat mark with the che- with the checkers checkerboard on yes, top. Yes, sir. I knew it. I'm picturing those. All right, thanks, Brett. Good to speak to you. Thanks. thanks. Talk soon. All right, let's see. Advan uh, needs advice. Oh, that one. Let's see. Uh, building. Oh, got that one. Uh, once installed, privacy shield on top of a block wall. I, the Corollas have been doing this since time and memorial, so I think I can take care of this. Ryan, 38, Orange County. How you doing, Ace Stormer? Hi, guy. Hi, guy. I, I, hey, guy. What do you got? Yeah, so I did send a picture of it to the Twitter. Uh, I replied, tweeted a picture so you kind of get an idea of what I'm talking about. It's not like a regular block wall. It's one of those fancy 60s block walls where it's mm-hmm. all decorative, kind of see-through. There's like a little star pattern in all the blocks. Mm-hmm. And uh, the original owner must have been real good buddies with the house behind him because there's like, uh, you know, it just looks right into their yard and it's only five feet tall. So I wanted to build an extension on top, maybe do some horizontal plank wood, but I'm not sure really how to secure it to the wall where it's not going to cause damage. Do we have a picture? Uh, Gary's got a picture. All right. So we're looking at the uh, sort of decorative block wall and... It looks like some lattice in the middle between the pilasters, I'll call them. And you want to attach and and extend that another three feet or something from the curb so people can't see in over it? Right, yeah. The city I live in has some kind of a rule about the height of the fence can only be like six feet, but I'm planning to go at least seven feet and just hoping that uh, that won't be a problem. Yeah, so... You want to keep going, and are you thinking about vegetation, or yeah? You can see in the picture there's some there's a there's a hedge that's a baby hedge that's going to take it's a kind of a it's going to take a long time before it finally gets tall enough to where I can really count on it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just want to do something. You know, I want to spend a weekend and kind of get some instant privacy there. Well, they they have material. And you can get material in a million different colors, black and gray and, and, and green and whatever. So there's a there's a kind of a material with grommets in it. And there's a kind of version of this where you make a, a frame and use uh, material and zip ties and you know, grommet holes. You can even punch your own grommet holes and and do it up that way. There's a lattice way. Uh, lattice, they have the plastic lattice that's white. They have the green lattice. Um, they have wood lattice. Um, you know, my head on this is go lightweight. Like, don't do yeah. more than you have to do. It, it's pretty surprising what you could do with plastic lattice and a, and a hardy zip tie. Like, that shit will last for years. The weather's not going to affect it. You don't have to build. What you don't want to do is start over building. You don't want to go, I got to get some pressure treated four by four and sink it into the ground. And don't get into all that noise. 
Think light. I bet they have lattice. I bet they have two by eight lattice, not four by eight, but two foot by eight foot lattice, you know. And I bet mm-hmm. you could get a green or white, you know, ABS, PVC, you know, get like a plastic lattice, right? And then you take that lattice and you slide it up from the backside 16 inches or 18 inches or a foot or whatever. And down the backside, you got eight inches or a foot or whatever lattice. And you just start zip tying that to the cross member and to the existing thing and to the whatever. And you create and then you zip tie them to one another as you get, you know, get green zip ties or get the zip ties, the color of whatever the lattice is. Right. Um, You take that two foot lattice, you know, you cut it with a circular saw. Um, Put it up, go lightweight. If the city gets pissed, you just get a pair of dikes and just pop, pop, pop on the uh, on the zip ties, and the whole thing comes down in in ten minutes. That is a lightweight, pretty straightforward way to go ahead and do what you're doing. I wouldn't build a frame and uh, try to screw stuff off to it, Stromer. Yeah, it's chain it's chain link, right? The whole, the the bottom the lower parts chain link correct? No, it's no, it's just a, it's a there's like a foot of um, just uh, cinder blocks, and then those decorative see through um, blocks, and then I just uh, I took the oh the I see I see yeah, yeah, I got there you. and spray painted it. Oh, yeah. I see. There's there's see, blocks behind how, it. Oh, okay. I yeah. So how are you okay. gonna how are we gonna attach the the lattice to the cinder block? Is my question. Oh, you're, you'll zip tie through those little patterns. Yeah, I yeah. think well, so. I, I mean, right now it's up. I just I just took some you know masonry nails and nailed it up there. So I mean, it's it's being held up by that right now. But then what I was originally thinking was doing like a horizontal plank extension above it. Um, to kind of match some other plan that I have back here to do some like little horizontal planter bed thing, but I don't want it to be yeah. too heavy or fall over. Or, I mean, I just don't know how to really I mean, get you, it on there. You could build little t- to abs point, but you'd have to make stuff with framing. You could do two by four pressure treated framing and then put the lattice inside those at two feet by, by eight, right. And do a couple of them. Mm-hmm. And then if the city comes and gets pissed, you can then just unscrew them, take the masonry out, the masonry screws out or nails, take it off. But I don't think they yeah. will. So it's like a detachable yet rigid extension of the privacy wall, because otherwise I don't know how we're going to we're going to zip tie the framing of the new lattice on there unless we have super long zip ties that loop around. And that lattice is kind of wavy and needs to be in a frame. Right. Yeah, I mean, kind of. Uh, you can get long zip ties. You can get zip ties any length you yeah. want. You could thread them through that block and zip tie them. I don't want it flapping around, but I think if you don't extend it that much and leave a, a leave a bit going down the back of the wall, yeah, I would also do it, see how it felt, and add to it if you wanted. But I wouldn't do a lot of drilling and tighten bolts and things like that. I would I would try and see what I could get done with zip ties and and lattice and I would try not to involve involve any wood. I would just try okay, to go. And, then, and then if you didn't if you did want to involve wood, you could just make the two by eight panels with the lattice inside of it and zip tie the framing through those those decorative blocks you have. So mm-hmm. then it's just literally yeah, tied down with plastic. Yeah. 
Yeah, that might work. And then you're you then you're covered and it's rigid and it won't blow off. That's my only concern. All right. Godspeed. Listen, I, I, I got to tell you something about Geico. Look, yeah. please, I'm, this is hot right. off the press. Right now, Geico is offering an extra 15% credit on car, motorcycle, and RV policies. Okay, that's 15% on top of the money Geico could already save you. So what are you waiting for? Your dog to make your breakfast in bed? Heck no, that's never going to happen. Dogs can't do that, except maybe your dog, Adam. <laughs> you saving money can there's never been a better time to switch to Geico. That's G-E-I-C-O, Geico. Save an extra 15% when you switch by October 7th. Time's coming up. Let's go visit Geico.com to learn more. Geico.com. All right. Last call. We'll uh, catch up with uh, Tony B. from Placentia. Had his patio swing question a number of weeks ago. Tony? Yo, how you guys doing? Yeah, man. Update? Yeah, well, we finished this little project. Um, I sent in the pictures. The trouble was when I was going to Home Depot for the springs, I i mean, they really limited. I found out some Home Depots have larger springs and other ones just have these chintzy little ones. And I don't know if you can see the pictures of the two I found that only had 62 uh, pounds of working force load or whatever, max load. And so I doubled up those on both sides, but even that, only gives you like 248 max, you know? Mm-hmm. So I know we were talking about weight before, but you know, my, my but wait, why, why did you even use, why did you even use springs? Oh, you know, I was thinking because, you know, when you like kind of, you're not going to jump on the thing, but we got kids, but even just like sitting on it, I didn't want to have like that kind of blunt force pulling down on those eye bolts. I kind of thought like a, a spring yeah. would kind of cushion the blow, you know? Yeah. Right. And and that was the other thing. I, I sent you the pictures of the eye hooks I had uh, chosen, and those were real simple. I mean, like you said, I just did a uh, – see, I, they're 516th, I think, so I did a, a 316th pilot, mm-hmm. I think, something like that. And and that worked perfect, dude. I cranked them in like with the crescent wrench, like you said. Mm. And and it, the band, that thing is solid. That I don't have a problem with. Those items. Yeah, that's some then, that's satisfying shit. Taking the big crescent, screwing it down, and taking those big uh, eye hooks and screwing them in. Hey, uh, just before oh, sure. before it leaves my brain, Tony, I'm gonna tell Matt or Gary who just stepped out of the booth, but um, I think Matt. If you go to ringside, uh, Gary, if you go to ringsideboxingequipment.com, I think if you go to ringside and you look up like hardware or bag mounts or something like that, I think there is a spring for a heavy-duty spring for mounting a heavy bag. I have a vague oh, yeah. rec- I have a that, vague recollection a of that. So see if that's around. Sorry, Tony B, go ahead. No worries, man. That's got to be legit. Um, so what I did, I was, it's like I forgot to take a picture of one of the springs or something. I went to a different Home Depot and fell on. Ooh, heavy duty. Hold on. Heavy duty, heavy bag spring. All right. As heavy as 200. So we got, for nine ninety nine. you can get a 200 pound heavy duty, heavy bag spring. Sorry. And ringside. Go ahead, Tony. Sorry. Yeah, no worries. So yeah, that would work because. 200 and 200, obviously it splits it in half. you got two of those bad boys on each side, so 400 max would have been perfect. Um, 
But I, I did find the bigger springs. I don't know if you have a picture of them. And I just took a picture of the package, too. You get the size there. And those those things are solid. So I'm okay. happy with what's there now. And um, it all looks good. And I've got so no, does it feel half, Does uh, it feel great? Does it feel great when you swing on it and you first get on? Is it fantastic? Like, the action is great? Oh, it's beautiful. Come on over and try it for yourself. It's, 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 it's solid. It, it springs a little. It's solid, though. You don't feel like it's going to give way at all. And, um, right. and you can swing it beautifully. Um, now, there's that, there's that wall that you're staring at, though, now. And I'm sitting there staring at this wall, so I'm thinking about putting up something there. I don't know if you guys have any ideas. I don't know if a water feature or something, but I'd have to pull electrical um, any kind of like a wall art, it's outdoors. So, you know, I don't want like a painting or nothing, but like, I don't know, like succulents on the wall. What are you guys thinking about with that? What about, what about a trickly water feature? That'd be pretty if it was hanging there, or you could just set it on the, on the, uh, entryway slab, you know, just to get that sound. So when you're, you know, romancing the, the missus, you know, along with the yeah. kids trying to jump on there also, uh, that could be a nice sound. Yeah. You know, there's a lot yeah, of, that'd be cool. Yeah, there's a lot of free. I'll put them on hold because we're getting a little static. Um, Tony, yeah. but he can still hear me. You used to be able to have to go build your own fountain or water feature and plummet and whatever else. And there's now a lot of nice freestanding individual features that you could just get the right size, get the right look, get get how you want it. Literally, just plug the thing in and fill it with the hose and walk away. Right. You know what I mean? And so I would recommend one of those. I wouldn't be getting out the red guard and the mortar and blocks and forming and doing all this right. shit, mosaic tiles and all the stuff we used to have to do back in the day. Just go find something that looks good, freestanding, plug it in, fill it with uh, the hose and walk away. All right. That uh, brings us to the end of another uh, fantabulous show tonight. Salt Lake City, Wise Guys, that'll be uh, me doing stand-up. Is it, uh, what is it, Friday or Saturday? I can't remember when this stupid show airs. This is not a stupid show. How dare you, sir? That's a wonderful show. It's a wonderful show. And it airs on Saturdays. All right. Well, so I'm doing a a matinee show with Mark Garagos, so that'll be a reasonable doubt matinee four, and then uh, early show Friday, late show Friday. Oh, sorry, early show Saturday, late show Saturday. Uh, we're doing live pod there. I think at 7, then maybe at 9.30 we'll do a stand-up show. The, the late shows are all sold out, so uh, go get something from the early show. How about that? And uh, Lafayette, Louisiana, Cajun Dome, October 24th. So uh, that's like an outdoor parking lot pod show, so check that out. As well, subscribe to my YouTube channel, if you would, at youtube.com slash Adam Carolla. And uh, get the get all our movies at chassis, C-H-A-S-S-Y, dot com as well. And until next time, it's Adam Carolla for Eric Stromer saying mahalo. Subscribe on iTunes or visit aceontheroof.com. This is Corolla Digital.